Think Like an App has three pillars. One mm -hmm. is authenticity, one is transparency, and one is immediacy. And if you put those three things together and do a little triangle, what you build is the, the triangle of trust. If a business really operates on those principles, they'll be super trusted in the marketplace. But now more than ever, trust is really critical out there. And I think it will be part of what, what distinguishes winners from losers going forward. The following is brought to you by Thrive, the end-to-end -end client experience platform that helps you get the job, manage the job, and get credit. Welcome to Winning on Main Street. I'm Gordon Henry. The American economy is driven by small business, local business people who want to work for themselves and build something successful. And today we're fortunate to be speaking with Neil Polachek. Neil is a longtime advocate for small business and the founder of a exciting product called Think Like an App, which we're gonna be talking about today. Welcome, Neil. Thanks a lot, Gordon. It's really good great. to be back. Yeah, it's great to have you. And uh, Neil was here a number of episodes ago. I think it was episode number 23 for those who are following along at home. Yep. And uh, we talked a little bit about Think Like an App, but we're going to get more into the details of it and specifically how it can really help a small business person modernize their business. And, yeah. uh, and Neil has a lot to, to say on that. So uh, thanks, Neil. Uh, great to have you here. Yep. And, you know, it feels like, uh, you know, just yesterday when we spoke, but uh, obviously COVID has happened since then or, or really hit America hard since then. And so yeah, we were just at the beginning. I, I think it was around March 11th and, and the, the proverbial stuff hit the fan like two or three days later, I think. Yeah, unbelievable. Yep. So, um, you know, our smartphones have taken over our lives. It's the way consumers operate today. And that is, to some extent, what inspired you to build Think Like an App. So remind us what it's about, and then we can talk yeah, about the details. Yeah, let me give, I'll give you some context and background. So um, for, to ref as a quick refresher, uh, um, early 2019, I was asked by a, a media company to go talk to their customers. And they wanted to they wanted me to talk about the customer journey. And I had, you know, I'd seen a lot of presentations about the customer journey. And as I like to tell it, I was sitting there staring kind of at my phone that day because <laughs> I'm thinking about this presentation I want to make. And I thought, this is what people are doing. They're staring at their phones and they're staring at their phones even more now than they were pre COVID and, and, and 18 months ago when I started this, this journey. And it, it struck me that what I really needed to tell business owners was that they had to reorient how they did business to be more app-like. And, you know, one of the things I continue to reinforce and, and hope people understand is that does not mean to build an app, though that might be a good thing for your business, but it's the thinking that's gone into how Amazon and Domino's and United Airlines and every big, large corporation put so much research and development into hooking us in to use of the app, okay? So there's a lot going on there. And my view is that small business owners really need to be able to take advantage of all that stuff that's going on in those big companies, Google, Apple, with apps and apply it to their business, maybe in an app, but certainly in how they run their business. That was, that's really been the focus of what I've been up to. 
Right. And right. so how do how do how do I as a small business person take advantage of the technology to modernize? That's right. And and the thing is, is that you know the modern consumer is out there more and more. Um, you know, I I have two thirty-ish kids. I've never seen cash come out of their pockets in in vert, in literally years. Right. And certainly in the last months, they right. don't use cash. I don't even know if they have a checkbook. Right. They might have a checkbook, but it's lying in at the bottom of their backpack or something. Yeah. Who yeah. knows where the checkbook is? Yeah. Um, I know myself. I haven't written a check in months. Yeah. Um, so the world is, is modernizing really fast in the pandemic or COVID-19 or whatever we want to call this crazy thing is accelerating that thing. And mm-hmm. so I, my view is that, you know, for small businesses to survive during this period and then to thrive after this, they really need to reorient how they do business because that consumer is a different person now than they were six months ago and 18 months ago when I started that. And so, yeah, absolutely. so, you know, think like an app is, is a framework for thinking about all those things that a business owner has to redo and reorient themselves to be topical and trusted and, and deliver great customer experience. Right. Right. So take a breath for a sec. So yeah, yeah one of the things we've, we've, uh, we found at, at Thrive uh, and with the Thrive app uh, is that so many small businesses were basically unprepared uh, for for the for the pandemic, yeah. and uh, maybe maybe they should have been prepared in the sense of they should have modernized their business, but some weren't. And things like delivering curbside, thing, things like offering uh, uh, appointments to pick things up, so you didn't have people congregating in a store. Uh, things like uh, you know having an online store of some sort, like e-commerce, where you could you know purchase the uh, products electronically or the food. Uh, all these things and more uh, were suddenly thrust in everybody's face. Uh, and I think that's what, that's what apps like Thrive are all about. Uh, and that's what I think Think Like an app is designing to, 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 to get small businesses to understand how to do, right? Yeah, it's, 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 I think of Think Like an app as the why people should adopt technology, not the what technology, but the yep. why. Yep. It's, really, yep. it's, it's really the, the, the thinking around, oh, this is why I've got to do this stuff. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and I, you know, I I the, think like an app has three pillars. We talked mm-hmm. about it. I'll we'll go back through them a little bit. One mm-hmm. is authenticity. One is transparency, and one is immediacy. And since we talked last time, what I've what I've concluded is that if you put those three things together, and do a little triangle, what you build is the the triangle of trust. Yeah. Because if a business really operates on those principles. Um, really well, they'll be super trusted in the marketplace. And now perhaps more than ever, and we've said that those words about other things, but now more than ever, trust is really critical out there. Because as a consumer, you want to know whether that business is following the, the COVID pan, you know, guidelines. Um, are they doing, are they coming into your house? Uh, have, they, have they been tested? You know, people have people come into their house all the time. You know, so, so trust is, I mean, you and I've had this conversation for years, but trust is, is more important than it's ever been. And it will continue to be. And I think it will be part of what, what distinguishes winners from losers going forward. It always has, it's just going to get more so that way. Right. I think. 
So, so you said authentic, authenticity, uh, transparency, and immediacy, right? Were the three yes. the three key things. Yes. So let's get into yeah. how I how I as a small business people person convey those. Uh, so, so how do I convey authenticity? I think I'm authentic. Well, I mean, it's 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 how we're coming off on this um, on this podcast mm-hmm. on this. If people watch the video, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's 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 funny. Authenticity is just is, is allowing people to see who you are. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, um, I think of authenticity a lot in terms of um, people being able to say they messed up. That's mm-hmm. authentic, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, um, that you really put yourself out there and you think about what makes you authentic. You know, um, why, do, why have I built this thing, Think Like an App? I've been studying and looking at and understanding small businesses for literally 30 years. Yeah. maybe 25. I don't know what the number is. It's a lot of years. And so, so it's, it, it's in my blood. You know, my great grandfather started a, a small grocery business in Western Pennsylvania. My father was a sole practitioner. My mother started a business in LA in the, in the uh, events planning business. Um, you know, small businesses in my blood. So, um, um, you know, but so whatever business you're in, You've got to convey and, and explain to your customers and prospects why, why you should be in this business and, and what, what is authentic about it. And, you know, I, I think about it, you know, I was watching, you're, you're a bit of a baseball fan, maybe. There's a catcher out here, a guy named Buster Posey. Pretty authentic guy. He signed like a $250 million contract 10 years ago. He, he doesn't have to play anymore. He chose not to play this season Mm. because he and his wife had adopted two babies, like Mm. right at the start of the the new season. And he just, it it wasn't right for him to play and risk those, those kids lives and have something go wrong. So he chose not to play. But then I was watching some video on one of these social platforms, Instagram or Facebook or Twitter. I don't know where it was. And he was um, doing a spot to raise money for a children's cancer fund here in the Bay Area. So he's, he's obviously they could have hired the best producers and the best camera people and had the best background. I think he did it from his backyard and his wife was holding the camera mm-hmm. as he was doing this non-scripted, you know, appeal to raise money. And it was so authentic, it want, you wanted to give money, you know? That's, that's the essence of authenticity, when you, can, when you can feel the emotion come through, you know? Yeah. And, and um, that's really why, and, and so you need these platforms, so let's get back to your question. Yeah. You need your, your real self to come through, whether it's on your website. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many websites have we looked at that it looks like plumber XYZ, right. you know? And so it doesn't, you know, I saw one not long ago about where they had the dog was a key, a key feature of that website, their dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's authentic, right? Yeah. Um, uh, or, or in their email marketing, there's a local pizzeria here that, that sends out an email. And I, I write her all the time. I say, I love your emails. They're authentic. You know, they, they bring us in. They, they capture our emotion. I see. And that's one of the things, 
Well, it makes a lot of sense because, you know, I often in the small business space think about how do small businesses compete against big businesses? You know, it's so hard to compete against, you know, Domino's and Panera and Starbucks and all these chains that are, you know, they've got so much behind them. But one thing you can do as a small business that maybe they can't do is you can be authentic and local. And, right? and, and distinguish yourself and yeah. connect people. Part of authenticity is also, I think, you know, being involved in the community. Right. Right. being connected into the community, whether it's, you know, being part of some local fundraising or the high, you know, yep. the, 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 the folks, the small businesses that buy the, the uh, signage in the gyms at the local high school, they're mm -hmm. connecting to the community in, right. a, in an authentic way. Right. You know, uh, maybe Aspen Dental can't do that as well because right. they've got a, that's, it's too large of an too enterprise. Big. So that's really an important way for businesses to, to differentiate themselves. Okay, so authenticity was the first pillar. The second yeah. pillar was transparency. What does that so, mean? So transparency is letting people in on how you do your stuff. Okay. Um, you, I'm, I, I'm, have you heard, yeah, I'm sure you heard the term, um, nobody wants to see how the sausage was made. Okay? <laughs> yeah. But in fact, we do. In fact, we do. Maybe not sausage. But lots of other things we like to see how it's made. Yeah. And, and pizza. I, pizza, the pizza tracker <laughs> that Domino's does. Yeah. I remember going to, I think it was, um, I don't know the name of the pizza place where I grew up in Westwood in LA. And we'd go and literally glue our face to watch them make the pizza. Yeah. Right? There was a big window uh -huh. and we could watch the guys behind it making the pizza. And we glue our face to it. Mm -hmm. And what did it do? It brought us into the experience. It connected mm -hmm. us to the experience. So I was thinking about transparency the other day. And my kids had told us, oh, you really ought to get one of these Dyson vacuum cleaners. You mm -hmm. have a Dyson vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Okay. So, and I was looking at it the other day thinking, wow, they, they're smart marketers and they're good advertisers and there's good technology and there's good engineering. But you know that, that canister that's clear? Yeah. It, it's like, it's brilliant. The yeah. transparency. You're sitting <laughs> there doing this all day, right? right. Or your wife or your, yeah. or, you know, or your kids right. and your vacuum. And, the, and, and now you have one where you actually see some right. progress, <laughs> right? How, I mean, it's so, it's so obvious. But, yeah. but I remember the Hoover vacuum and you didn't yeah. know if the bag was full and yeah. it's so brilliant. So that's right. where transparency brings us into these experiences. I was watching something about on United, I haven't flown since mm -hmm. February. I don't know about you. Well, you probably have, but, um, but they were showing this robot that was going down the aisle, spraying the thing. Okay. Bringing us into that, right. that cleaning experience. Right. So if you pull it down to a small business, there are mm -hmm. lots of things that um, business owners can share. Uh, maybe it's pictures, maybe it's the upholstery guy mm -hmm. who's redoing your couch. Mm -hmm. How couch arrives, take a picture. Couch has been torn up, you know, you know the, the old fabric has been torn off, take a picture. Mm -hmm. Fabric, new fabrics arrive, take a picture. Mm -hmm. Fabric is being put on couch, take a picture. You know, all these things that a business owner, they're not huge heavy lifts, 
These are small little things that business owners could and really must do, I think, to compete, to bring that customer more into the experience, to gauge them in a different way than, hey, your couch was dropped off, black hole for six weeks or eight weeks. Hey, your couch is ready. Yeah, I totally agree. No, I, I mean, we've all had so many of those experiences, but you know, Amazon is good at a lot of things. And Amazon, as, as much as, you know, people feel Amazon is gigantic and faceless or too big or whatever, it's really good at things like what you're talking about, where you see the book uh, or whatever it is you ordered, uh, you know, when did it get picked off the shelf? When right. did it end up in the box? Where is the box in terms of delivery to you? Now it's at your door. You know, those kinds of things as a, as a consumer are really, I had that experience actually the other day and, 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 uh, you know, people love to bash their cable companies. Uh, it's probably lowest on the on the consumer ratings list, but I have to hand it to Comcast. Um, I had an appointment where a Comcast technician was coming here. They ask you a lot of questions about if anybody has been sick in your family, which I can appreciate because they don't want to yeah. walk into a house that where someone's sick with COVID. Um, but they told they sent me a text when the appointment was made, they reminded me when he was coming, they said that he had left his previous appointment all via text and yeah. they showed and they texted me when he drove up my driveway. I was amazed like, because so many times you're waiting around and you don't know. And this one, I, I knew exactly where the guy was, it was great. And, and that's the thing small businesses need to figure out ways to apply to their business. Right. Absolutely. You know, and you know, I mean, back to the, how, how seeing how stuff is made is, brings us into stuff. You know, it's no surprise that Tesla, um, they, you can tour their plant mm -hmm. down in, in Fremont, California. Mm -hmm. Now, they, they stopped doing the tours and Elon Musk got all of these um, letters saying, oh, come on, you want, we want the tour again. So he opened it back up. You mm -hmm. can go see Amazon, the picking warehouses. Yeah. Okay? They're bringing us into these things because yeah. they know when they do that, yeah. we have a higher connection to that business right and and local businesses can do this in so many ways a lot of it is guess what through their phone and video yeah um uh because you can that's that's probably the the best way a local business can 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 be more transparent show right. the process Right. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to okay. come back for, I think we're up to pillar number three. So we're, we we've, we've talked about immediacy and yeah. transparency. No, we're going to talk about authenticity, authenticity and transparency. We're right. up to immediacy, which yeah. we're going to talk about in a yeah. minute. And I want to remind people who are listening that Neil is going to be appearing at Thrive Connect 20. That's uh, T-H-R-Y-V, Thrive Connect 20. It's the conference on November 10th and 11th, virtual conference. Neil will be uh, presenting and speaking about uh, Think Like an App. And uh, if you haven't signed up or registered for Thrive Connect 20, you should do so. Go to thrive.com slash connect. Again, thrive.com slash connect, and you can sign up. Uh, and you'll be able to hear an amazing array of speakers, uh, including Neil. We're going to be right back. Looking for that extra spark of inspiration to take your business to the next level? Thrive, the leading software for small business presents Connect 20. The year's number one interactive conference for entrepreneurs like yourself will feature some of today's most successful business leaders, industry pioneers, and technology gurus. Hear from a lineup of inspirational speakers including Scott Galloway, the star of Vice TV's No Mercy, No Malice, and best-selling author of The Four and the Algebra of Happiness. Well-renowned CEOs, successful Shark Tank contestants, and savvy business experts will also be offering must-have advice. 
you'll have the opportunity to participate in scheduled educational breakout sessions with leading executives from Yelp, Lendio, Neighborly, and more. Network with small business resources like America's Small Business Development Centers, SCORE, and the National Women's Business Council, as well as with other owners just like you. So grab a cup of coffee and join us for this virtual online event, November 10th and 11th. This is the small business conference you won't want to miss. Register now at thrive.com slash connect. That's T-H-R-Y-V dot com slash connect. Come to connect, leave inspired. Okay, we're back with Neil Polachek. Neil is a small business advocate, been in the small business space for many years, and he's the founder of something called Think Like an App, which is a whole program really around how you as a small business can apply the thinking of the app world to your business. And we've talked about some of the pillars of his program, and we're now up to the third one. So let's talk about the third p- pillar now. Yeah, so, so the third pillar is immediacy. And uh, another thing that these things are driving we were, you know, voicemail, forget it. I mean, to the listeners and viewers, look on your phone and see how many emails you haven't opened. Mm. And then look and see how many text messages you haven't read. And I would bet there's a factor of a couple thousand or money more than that. And maybe go to your voicemail and look at how many voicemails you haven't read or listened to or deleted. But texting, because it's so immediate, we look at it quickly we respond to it quickly. All the other stuff, there's, there's this latency thing. And I think that, you know, these phones are making everything more immediate. And 5G, which is coming, is even going to accelerate that, that sort of urgency. But it doesn't mean, um, it means to be quick, but don't hurry, said by a famous basketball coach. Um, you know who that was? John Wooden. That's right. Perfect. That's Very it. <laughs> Very. First basketball coach that comes to mind. Very good. Uh, yeah, he said, be quick, but don't hurry. Hurrying yeah. is where you make mistakes, but you need to be quick. You need to react quickly. And it doesn't mean, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not suggesting to any business owner that they've got to work 24 by 7. Mm-hmm. Though some of them choose to, but, but I wouldn't do that. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. But they do need to have a process and a mechanism mm-hmm. in place to respond to customers' inbound inquiries or prospects' inquiries quickly, because if they don't, it's certainly the case of the prospect, they'll go find somebody else to to offer, to to deliver on a a need. And in the case of the customer, too long a delay will really, you know, fall short of the, the expectations, because guess what? Those big companies respond to us very quickly. They do. We had been to a, a restaurant second time out in six months and you know the food wasn't very good and i wrote wrote a note off offline i didn't want to get it into the yelp yelp or open table world and they responded overnight um they were really quick to respond i didn't love the response i'll tell you (laughs) so i wrote them back and guess what they haven't responded to that second (laughs) so i don't know if we'll be going back there but they did respond very quickly and so immediacy is also part of this app world, this technology world we're living in. And I don't want to know if you have a place for me to get a haircut three days later. I want to know now because mm-hmm. I want to schedule my day 
And I want to be able to schedule that immediately. And so the ability of all these platforms out there now to expose, this goes back to transparency in part, Hmm. exposing my schedule of when I'm available is part of transparency, but it's also very tightly uh, tied to immediacy because Hmm. it allows me to to book when, when it's important or when it's timely for me to get in there and do something. So there's a lot going on in the immediacy piece as well. Yeah. So, so, you know, a lot of this is a little bit refresher. What's changed Mm -hmm. uh, here, here are a few things I've learned since, since um, we last spoke. Yeah. Um, One of the things I learned was how to color my wife's hair. Um, that, that was a, a big learning experience and I've actually, I've, I've moved up the learning curve. I'm actually, she's, she's now pretty, pretty relaxed when I do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you've ever done it or any other, other listeners. No, but, but I've had my kids cut my hair a few times now yeah, and they, they moved up the learning curve too. Yeah. And it's pretty fun actually. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's, it's, um, it's a silver lining. Yeah. No pun intended or yeah. maybe pun intended. <laughs> um, I don't know what, whether my wife will go back to her salon too soon, but, but um, what I've learned is that this, this material can be turned into a course. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important that, that business owners have access to not sort of the, the why of all this, sort of the context, but then how to start to implement it into their business how to really take your core values and turn that into your authentic voice, how to take the business processes in your business and figure out which ones you can, you can share and you can, you can um, expose to your customers and what internal processes can you make more immediate and more reactive to your customer or prospects needs. So we're, we're putting together a whole course Mm. that um, we hope to, you know, launch uh, towards really in time for Thrive Connect 20 in November. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm doing it with this woman who's Dory Etter, who you've met. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dory is, ha- is a true entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. She's run, you know, she's done master classes. She's done course material for lots of things. She's run, you know, everything from, I think, you know, hardcore business stuff to, to probably, I'm sure she's worked in, cause she's in California in the, you know, plant-based food world. Yeah. I mean, you know, everything out here is, is sort of that way. So, <laughs> right. So we're, we're, we're really excited to launch the course coming up. Um, and I think it's going to be great for local small businesses to start to understand how they can really apply this and then use technology to make it happen. Yeah, that's awesome. So in the course that you'll be teaching, in, in yeah. this Think Like an App course, mm-hmm. uh, if, if I'm a small business owner, I'll be able to use your framework uh, that we just described yeah. here, these three pillars, and apply it to my own business to modernize my business. Yeah, yeah. And what we'll do is we'll tie it to technology that mm-hmm. allows them to do that. Right. Because, because you know, the way we see it is this, these are all connected. Authenticity, mm-hmm. transparency, and immediacy. There's technology available to make all those things happen. Right. Okay? And we got to help business owners figure out, we're going to tell them the why. Mm-hmm. When they figure out that the why is important, then, the, then we need to tell them the how. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
And the how is going to rely on technology to make that happen. Right. And, and um, you are speaking at the Thrive Connect conference. So is Thrive a product that you feel allows small businesses to apply some of the things you're talking about? Oh, absolutely. I mean, mm -hmm. you all have scheduling baked in there. We just talked about that and opening up my schedule as a business owner mm -hmm. to my customers or prospects mm -hmm. really falls dead smack into mm -hmm. the transparency and the immediacy pillars. Right. And or, automating some of their responses so that you get a quick response. Uh -huh. Absolutely. Maybe it's chat. Maybe you got, I, I don't know if you have a chat mm -hmm. functionality in, in the software and mm -hmm. the solution, mm -hmm. but I think you do. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't, you probably will pretty soon. Gets better um, every day. Yeah. Because that's what we're being trained at by the big companies to expect from the small companies. Yeah. So um, payments, you right. know, Except um, electronic payments, as you said. Payments. Um, how good is the website? How authentic is the website? Yep. You know, generic website, that's probably not going to cut it anymore. Right. You know, where's that authentic voice? So we're going to do a bunch of stuff in the course that helps the business owner really figure out what their authentic voice is. Because, you know, when, I've, when, I, when I tell this, talk, have this conversation with business owners, they go, well, what's authenticity mean? Right. So you got to help them along and say, well, what's your real voice? What are your core values? So we have a whole process for doing that. We got a module baked into the course all around trust because all this thing funnels into trust and mm -hmm. why, what's the importance of trust. Mm -hmm. And we sort of pull it all together and, and it's like, here are the, here's the three pillars. Here's how to implement it. Here's the software. And at the end of the day, the real Holy grail of all this thing is, is a being a more trusted local provider. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's great. So you're really saying that you need the technology, but you also need to understand this framework so you know how to apply it. Like it's not just a piece of software, it's much more than that. I, well, well and, and I think that's where, where a lot of business owners get caught up. They think, well, my software, I, oh, I'll go buy this software. But mm -hmm. they haven't figured, come to terms with the why they need the software. And then the software becomes, it, it either doesn't get used or doesn't get used enough. And then it's, there's, a, there's some disappointment there and then they move on to something else. Right. So, you know, it's really, I think of Think Like an App is, is the, really puts a focus on the why and the, and the how a little bit. And then it's the technology that does it. And if you can do that, I think, I think business owners also will free up some of their precious time yeah. today. And time is, is a currency that nobody has uh, any, we all have the same 60 seconds in a minute and 60 minutes yeah, and, and small business hour. owners seem to have less than anybody. So much well, to do. And that's because in a lot of cases, um, they don't have technology in place that will alleviate some of that. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, technology does not work for everybody. Hmm. but um, it, it should work for a lot of businesses. And I think to be successful going forward in a world that's so connected into these phones, so connected into our iPads and our technology and voice search and all that stuff, business owners have to, and they are, they're moving forward um, probably faster than we thought they would have even, yeah. been, even before this pandemic. Yeah. Well, Neil, um, we're just about out of time, but thanks for stopping by. Oh, this has been fascinating course. and I'm super excited for your, uh, 
uh, training and teaching at uh, Thrive Connect. Yeah, no, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun and, and we're looking forward to doing it and then rolling out the, out the course in conjunction with that could be really exciting. So Absolutely. Well, we'll yeah. see you there in uh, just, uh, it's coming up a couple of months. Yeah, yeah. So we've been speaking with Neil Polachek of Think Like an App. And uh, again, he's going to be presenting his Think Like an App framework at uh, Thrive Connect 20, uh, uh, November 10th and 11th. If you haven't signed up already, uh, you got to sign up. Uh, it's, it's November 10th and 11th and you go to thrive.com slash connect. That's T-H-R-Y-V, thrive.com slash connect. And thank you for listening today. And if you enjoyed this program, please subscribe to our podcast and recommend it to a friend or fellow entrepreneur. And tune in next episode for insights with other great entrepreneurs. And for now, this is Gordon Henry signing off.